Happiest Wednesday. Hope everyone is doing well. Today's shir is dedicated to the Nishmat Malka Bajali Nus. Hanabat Shemuel, Shalomo Ben Eliyahu, Zerbabel Ben Gabriel, Sivya Bat Mashiach, Tamar Bat Mashiach, Yosef Ben Nisan, Liora Bat Itzchak, Sarabat Moshe, Yehuda Ben David, Binyamin Ben Itzchak, Prinat Batan, Liel Dina Bat Ephraim, and Binyamin Ben Yosef. Rav Hashem Dinei Hamagan Eden, and further for Ashlemav, Rachel Bat Chana, Shemuel Ben Rachel, and Esther Bat Chana. So we are learning about speech and we're getting towards the end of Peleot's comments. It's a person who speaks not Lashon Hara, not Chas Shalom to say Lashon Hara and bad things about people. I'm saying Lashon Hatov, I'm saying good things about people. He says, whenever you speak something or you say something about anybody, even if you're saying something good, you give him a bracha. That there shouldn't be ayin harachas v'shalom in what I'm speaking now. That as cheshme bad dur. That nothing from what I say should cause somebody to be jealous or chas v'shalom. That there should be any ayin haran you. And that hopefully whatever bracha he has, whatever he's good he has, it should expand and it should and it should grow. So if you if a person doesn't give his friends such a bracha, then you know if I I'm saying something good and I'm mentioning something good and I don't say it and there shouldn't be ainara, there shouldn't be ainara, and shouldn't it should only be good for you, then you're causing bad to him by saying he's good because people will quickly become jealous and it will uh, and it can cause ainara. Yeah, you know, you know that that's also. I think I think this is one of the reasons that some in some communities you also hear that they'll say Ben Porat Yosef, Ben Porat Aleyin. Whenever they want to praise somebody, they they will they will give them a bracha. You know, when they want to like the saying Mashallah, you know, to to what they're the Bravo, the Mashallah. They'll say Ben Porat Yosef. They'll say like the just like Yosef. Why? Because Yosef, that was that was his bracha. Ben Porat Yosef, Ben Porat Aleyin, that Yosef was above the Ain Hara. That Yosef is above that. So that's part of like the the bracha that they give. So Alavi <laughs> Aseh A person does that, they'll do it back to him at some point. <laughs> right? A person who likes his friend and a person who thinks positively about his friend, he gives them brachot. He gives them brachot in all that he says. A person who gives other people brachot, you should know the bracha comes through him also. Right? That's what we say about the Kohanim. Right? The Kohanim give the bracha to the Jewish people. So when do the Kohanim get their bracha? Kohanim are doing Birkat Kohanim. Right? They're giving the bracha to everybody else. When do they get the bracha? When does the Kohanim get the, when do the Kohanim get the bracha? The answer is, Hashem says in the Zikhur of the fact that they're giving the bracha, they get the bracha as well. When somebody gives the bracha, the bracha goes through them. And it becomes part of them as well. So Hamivarech, somebody who gives brachot to other people, the bracha comes to, to them as well. But we're also saying like, don't like overly make your bracha 
flash that you might cause IRL yeah. policy towards Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what do you do? Uh, you just say there shouldn't be any ayin harachas. <laughs> you just say that there shouldn't be any ayin harachas. shouldn't be any ayin I only wish good upon them. They only wish good. So hine na arachti rova devarim mechelki mechelke mitzvah mutar Okay. So he says now he said I've I've gathered together now after we've had I think thirty years of shiurim. Uh, <laughs> I've gathered almost everything I could think of. Um, on the different types of speech, there's mitzvah, mutar, that which is just allowed, par of speech, ve'isur, and prohibited speech. I'm sure if you think about it more, and you look into it more, you'll find more. There's there's more that I didn't mention. Right, a pure-hearted person. Anytime he speaks any word he says, first he thinks, okay, which category is this going in? <laughs> is this going category number one, mitzvah, number two, parv, or number three, avon? If it's in category one or two, speak. If it's a mitzvah, or if, it, if it's permitted, go ahead, green light. And if not, if it's going to be in category three, he says, take the two walls that Hashem gave your mouth. Hashem gave you two walls, your teeth and your lips. <laughs> and close them. <laughs> Do not break the natural barriers that Hashem created. For, for, for your words to, to come out. Ki poretz gader yishechenu nachash. There's a pasuk in Mishle. A person who breaks a barrier will, will be bitten by the snake. What is the barrier? The teeth? So he, Pele Yoet, is, is repurposing it in this classic way. He's quoting a pasuk. A, pasuk, a person who breaks a barrier is going to get bit by a snake because the snakes were very often um, around, around the walls and hiding between the cracks and, and crevices. So, but this became like a mashal of a person does something that they shouldn't do. There's a border, there's a wall here that doesn't, that doesn't want you to cross, doesn't want you to pass. And you decide to break, you're going to get bitten by it. So Peleoetz is saying over here, he's saying, don't break, don't break the barrier, which is your teeth and your, <laughs> and your lips, which Hashem gave you in order to stop you from saying the things that you shouldn't. A person who guards his mouth and guards his tongue, he guards his soul and his neshama from all types of problems and all types of issues. And you just think about how many problems a person gets into just from something that you said. And you said it. In that moment, you, a person wanted it, and then you just regret it the rest of your life. That one thing everybody remembers that you just said in that moment you said it to me in that moment you said it about them but you said it but I didn't mean it but I didn't mean it but you said it person who guards, uh, guards his, his mouth and his tongue he guards himself from all kinds of trouble the biggest of all problems is idle chatter is idle speech which well, I'll let uh, We'll let Peleoet speak and see what he has to say. A person who speaks a lot of words, there's no way that he cannot avoid sin. 
a person who's a talkative person and speaks a lot. Kol reotea muvaot acharea. Everything attaches to it. Everything like that. And even if you happen to not say any avon, it's just the fact that someone's talkative and is speaking a lot is already an avon. <laughs> That's already a sin. said. That a person who speaks idle chatter, just speak, speaks unnecessarily, just to speak. Right? Meaning, is that like, Unne- what they he's, say, he's, like he's, shooting the breeze? Or are we he, talking about just like... He's going to get into, he's going to get into examples of it. But idle chatter is... Is speaking just in order to speak. There's no no purpose. It's it's he's uh, gonna get into it. And over love, it's it's an avon. It's also a, a transgressing mitzvah. Uh, it says that you should speak those words, the words of Torah, words that are productive words. And not idle chatter. He's gonna quote a lot of psukim right now. He says oh, all all words make me tired and weary. Meaning, I'm tired of people's speech. People are just speaking nonsense and things that, <laughs> that and it's just making me tired. Uh, it says and it says in the midrash on the pasuk in Malachi, "Hogatem Hashem edivrechem." You have you've made Hashem tired <laughs> with all of your words, with all of your unnecessary chatter. Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem said, "Barati et kol ha'olamot ve'lo ayayegiach lefanai dichtiv lo yafel lo yega." Hashem said, "I created the entire world." And I never got tired. There's nothing that is boring about the world that Hashem created. There's nothing that made Hashem tired. Hashem created the, the sun, the moon, the stars, planet Earth, all of the trees, all of the, all of the mountains, all of the rivers. Nothing, none of it made Hashem tired. But where do I get tired? People that are speaking unnecessary speech. People <laughs> that are just to pass, pass the time. So woe to the son of woman, right? <laughs> Which is us, all people are the, the, the children of woman. <laughs> woe to the children of woman. <laughs> we make Hashem tired. And all of creation, everything Hashem created, all of the malachim, none of it made Hashem tired. But we make Hashem tired <laughs> with, our boring, with our boring, unnecessary speech. <laughs> And we learned that when ignorant people get together just in order to talk, this is something that removes a person from the world. And part of it is joking and laughing um, over things that are inappropriate or in inappropriate ways. If there are two people who are sitting together and they are not saying any types of words of Torah or, or any ty- any types of words of knowledge, right, this is a moshav letim. Moshav letim is it's a uh, a gathering of fools. And in Pirkei Avot at the end, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi said, and every day there is a, a voice, a sound coming from Har Chorev, coming from Har Sinai, 
Every day there's a sound coming from our Sinai. Woe to the creations, woe to, to the people because of the burden of the Torah. Any person that doesn't learn Torah is considered disgraced by Hashem. That the person who lacks Torah study and doesn't learn Torah, it's like many, many, many avonot. Ilezot. Now, now he's going to get into his example. And, if, and all I can say is, Amina baya baya. It says, woe to us. Woe, woe baya baya is, a, is an expression of sorrow. Like, woe to us. Woe to us from the day of judgment, the day that Hashem is going to judge us. That the Yetzer Hara has gotten so powerful over us. That a person gets tired when a person says, let's say Divrei Torah, let's learn Torah, let's go to Ashiur. Yeah, you know, it makes a person tired. Uh, okay, I'm coming soon. A person comes late. A person says, okay, I'll listen to a little bit, but I'll tune in, I'll tune out. <laughs> I'll listen to a few minutes, and then, I'll, and then I'll take a break for a few minutes, and then I'll learn, but, you, but it's something that's tiring for a person. Uh, and what does he gain from that? Look. Whenever two brothers, whenever two friends get together and they don't have anything to say, right? So we're just sitting here together. Two friends are sitting together and there's nothing to say. This is the illness. Right? They start talking about the weather. <laughs> it's it's cold today. It's hot. It's so it's so hot today outside. No, there's <laughs> the, the rain is good. <laughs> now they're just on their phones. They're not talking to each other anymore. All, all these years, I thought I was talented. Now I feel like <laughs> so, so the friends just get together and they're just talking about the weather. Why? Because if I'm just sitting here and I'm not talking, that's a shame and an embarrassment. Like, you, know, you, uh, you know, it's it's awkward. You're an awkward, an awkward person. No more schmoozing. <laughs> if you're if you're sitting somewhere and you're and you're not talking and you're not saying anything. So therefore, I have to start talking. I have to say something. There's nothing to say, so I have to, I have to say something in order, so that there's no awkward silence. They're gonna think there's something socially wrong with us. <laughs> in the room. And even if somebody who doesn't have a yetzer someone who's not a talkative person, they're gonna say something just in order to break the silence. In order to to break the awkward silence, kidei shelo yimrulalamata shotet. So they don't say, why are you why are you being quiet? Why why aren't you saying anything? What's wrong with you? What's going on? He's like this is foolishness. Everything's good. Therefore, a God-fearing person should always think about where am I going to be, and put your don't put yourselves in such such situations where you're forced 
to speak and forced to say things that you're just not interested in talking about and not, and not interested in saying. Don't get into these groups that they, there's nothing productive in what they're talking about. There's nothing to grow from what they're saying. Either go to shiurim, go to rabbanim, go to knowledgeable people who are talking about chokhmah, who are talking about productive things in the world, or or sit at home, sit at home and read. Don't, but don't go to those. Don't, don't go to the street corners, where is, where people are, are gathering for idle chatter. In WhatsApp groups too. Yeah, of course, without a doubt. Of course, you're talking. Yeah, Moshe, for sure. When it comes to WhatsApp, just as he would say in that generation, choose where you go and where you sit. Today he would say, choose which WhatsApp, which WhatsApp group you're part of. Choose which page you're following. Is this, is, this, is this page a waste of my time? Is this group a waste of my time? It's actually a good or name is, for a group. <laughs> <laughs> or, or is this a, a group that I can learn from? Now I know Peleoet, especially Sephardic, he says, sometimes you have to go. Sometimes you have a social obligation. Yeah, I know there's a, it's a family wedding. It's a, it's a it's a family event that you're invited to, and as part of that family part, you're you're required you're required to be there. Yeah, you don't have to talk. You don't have to add to the conversation. You don't have to stir <laughs> stir the fire. Even though it's not ideal. Because, uh, because it says in the Gemara that even listening to idle chatter can make a person lose their mind. Right? It's, not, it's not, just, not just speaking. Even listening to idle chatter, you can lose your mind. But still, choose the lesser evil. And sometimes the lesser evil is not to go at all. Right? If a person doesn't go at all, people will start talking about him. Oh, you don't care. You don't love us. You're not one of us. You're not this. You're not that. So he says, okay, go there. Go there, but don't, don't participate too much. Right? And always, there's an important rule in, in Torah and in Judaism. Try to be at peace with people. Try to be with shalom with people, not a person who causes machloket uh, and suffering to other people. So try to be with shalom. So don't say, I'm not going, I'm not coming, I'm, uh, I'm not being there. Always try to be with shalom. He says, if you have a good excuse to be able to get out, sometimes you use a good excuse to be able to get out, but make sure it's a good one. And if you're able to, if you have the social currency and the ability to be able to do it, try to change their words to words of Kedusha. Try to change the conversation to one of Torah. So if they're talking about wars, they're talking, <laughs> they're talking about which, which king is fighting which king, which country is fighting. They're talking about China and Russia and the, and the different wars that are going on. So he says, say, oh, wow. He says, you know, you're talking about wars. 
you know, it's the biggest war and the hardest war that we have to fight. The fight against the Yetzirah, the fight, the fight against the So change. So oh, once you're talking about wars, talk about the war with the Yetzirah that we have to overcome. You see the soldiers in battle, they, they give their lives for their country. They give their lives to fight for their country. We have to give up our lives for the sake of Hashem. Right? These, these soldiers are going to battle and they're just giving, they're giving their lives for their country. They're giving their lives just for this. We have to give up our lives for Hashem, do we not? In order to bring Hashem's uh, honor into this world. And even these wars, what do you think? The wars are just happening out of thin air? Hashem is, is, is making everything turn. In this world, uh, so when they start talking about business and they start talking about money, you say, you know, what, you know, it's the best business to be involved in learning Torah. Learning Torah is the best, the best, best investment that you can make. The best return on investment. I mean, return on investment. Where should I put my money and get the greatest return? You know, what's the greatest return on investment? Learning. Gaining knowledge. That's the greatest return on investment a person can get. Similarly, if they're talking about weather, you say, oh, you hear about the tsunami? <laughs> and if a person is going through a trouble or through a difficulty, uh, then you say that, you know, Hashem doesn't do anything in thin air, from thin air. It doesn't happen out of nowhere. And if a person goes through trouble, it's to wake us up. It's to wake us up. Uh, any suffering doesn't come to the world except because of the Jewish people. When they talk about love, then remind them, you know what's the greatest love of all loves? The love of Hashem. When they talk about fear, they're afraid of something. You know, ah, your fears are nothing. There's nothing to be afraid of in this world. The only thing to be afraid of is Hashem. So it's saying, I'm teaching how you could always stir the conversation. Whenever you have one conversation, you could switch it and, and turn it into something related to Torah. And it says, and there's many beautiful stories that you can tell in the Torah, in, the, in our Midrashim, in the Gemara, where you could learn beautiful lessons from them. And a person who does so and engages in these types of words in his conversations, he brings merit to himself, he brings merit to all of those who listen. And he says, realize, says, a person can gain inspiration and can learn something from any conversation. And sometimes, even from somebody's idle conversation that they're having, you can learn something. You can learn something that you're inspired from. And if you hear them saying Lashon Hara, 
If it gets into Lashon Hara, tell them, please, please, not Lashon Hara over here. It's, it's forbidden to speak Lashon Hara. Please don't, don't say Lashon Hara here at, at our table. And he says, I'm calling out to you, says Peleos. I'm calling out to all of my friends and to all of those who are listening to me. So he says, please listen to me for the sake of Hashem. For the sake of Hashem, says Peleoetz, please listen to my words and to what I'm telling you. And think about the time that you're free. When you have times that you're free, that you're able to take off. Shabbatot. You have Shabbats, or you have holidays that you're taking off. When you have long nights. Or you have Shabbat, Saturday nights. You have, you have long nights off. Take those times and say, these times are more precious than silver and gold and precious jewels. You know how much a person can accomplish on a Saturday night? That a person doesn't have to be up early in the morning on a Sunday morning. How much a person can accomplish and do on a Motzei Shabbat? Let your heart be afraid. He's talking about Saturday nights 200 years ago. It's, it's amazing. How come, how come Saturday night, uh, uh, the next morning you don't have to wake up? Uh, yeah, especially in those times they were probably working. Yeah, they didn't have Sundays off. I don't know. But he's saying when... Shabbat, Shabbat gets out early, I guess. He's saying there's a long, no, there's a, there's a long, probably he was saying it in the context of they had a long winter Shabbat. So the Shabbat ended very early and you have a very long night now before you have to be up in the morning. So he says, you have, a, you have an entire night now. He says, he says, be afraid of wasting it. Be afraid of wasting the night. Uh, in, in, in nonsense. Uh, that a person will, will not even remember. That a person sometimes, by the time you wake up in the morning, or by the time you wake up the next afternoon, <laughs> you don't even remember what you did the night before. How could you waste such a precious time? Right? Right? And he says, and be careful, what group are you going to be part of on a Motzei Shabbat? Because whatever mitzvah you do in a group is magnified. If in, in Chas V'Shalom, an avon is being done in a group, the avon becomes magnified that it's being done in a group. So find a good group to be part of. We have father and son learning in our community. So go to your fathers with your children. Go, go attend a learning program. You learn Kaddish alimur and say Kaddish on your learning. Because in this change for you, when a person makes use of their Motzei Shabbatot, makes proper use of their Motzei, or any night of the week, he says it's like going from a ditch in the ground to the top of a tower, to the top to the top of the highest tower. Because now you use it for a good productive reason. And you will acquire the ways of life and you will acquire a very high level.
Hey, and with that, Liam, Baruch Hashem, we finished Dibur. We got to the end of Dibur. And we're ready for a new topic tomorrow. Drushim. Yeah, have a wonderful day. Happiest Wednesday. Oh, you... Uh,